Hello, and welcome to Male Spouse Conversations. I am your host, Sybil Jones. Male Spouse Conversations is a group of military spouses and one military child hosting real, raw, real topics, real conversations. Yo, this show is not for the faint of heart. If you feel it, we feel it. If you think it, we think it. No topic is safe from discussion. Uncomfortable topics, yeah. Needed discussions, absolutely. Unforgettable conversations, you best believe it. So come on, join us as we, the conversation starters, come and give you some real raw, real topics, real conversations. Hello, everyone. How are you doing this Thursday evening? Welcome to Meal Spouse Conversations, where we have real raw, real topics, and real conversations about pretty much anything you can possibly imagine, want to hear, or anything that you have thought about. We are here to talk about. Yes, 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 we are. So, We're going to kick this evening off with a quick introduction of your conversation starter. So first up, I'm your host, Sybil Jones. (laughs) (laughs) Next, we have the fabulous Julie Provost. Give it up. (laughs) We also have the lovely Anna Bruner. Hey! <laughs> and we have Miss Nashita. I'm not gonna freeze my butt off today in the cold <laughs> cruise. Hey! <laughs> and last but not certainly least, we have Miss Becca Hyde, who is going to be leading us in our conversation today. All right, so before we get to that, we got to give a shout out to one of our lovely supporters. That is Dad Jones. Dad Jones is a dad and a strong supporter of the military spouse community. And Dad Jones is helping us bring um, this particular conversation to you, to die. So y'all, you ready, Becca? I'm ready to roll, chick. All right. All right, guys. So tonight we are going to talk about intimacy and the military marriage. Um, Let me start off by saying that intimacy is not necessarily just about sex. Um, That's the first thing you think of. And yes, I said the S-E-X word. That is the first thing that everybody thinks of when you hear intimacy. I know even when I hear it, that's the first thing I think of. But really, it goes a lot deeper than that. Um, Specifically, as military spouses, we communicate a little differently with our service members than our civilian counterparts do um, with our spouses. I know for me personally, I had a very enlightening conversation. I'm not sure if you guys got to watch it or not, but we did an interview last week with Miss Courtney Boyer. She is a a relationship specialist and educator. Sexual educator, relationship specialist, and sexual educator. (laughs) It's a mouthful. Um, And she talked with me, and let me just tell you, she picked me apart. I told Sybil, I said, I just had all my business put out there on social media. Um, But I did it for you guys because I love you, and I feel like if I'm going through something, you guys are all going through it too. So um, with that being said, one of the different things that many of us go through when our service members are deployed Um, I don't want to call it separation anxiety because that's not necessarily what I consider it to be, but I have a problem with pushing him away. I put walls up and I don't mean to, but I do it. And after talking with Courtney and she picked me apart like a salad, um, we discovered that the reason I have trouble staying connected to my husband when he's gone is because of my own problems with vulnerability. Um, Vulnerability 
can affect the way that you communicate with the people that you love. One of the things that we tend to do as military spouses is when our loved ones are deployed, and I've even done it with friends when I knew we were getting ready to move, when we were getting ready to PCS, I throw those walls up because I don't want to get hurt. I don't want to be vulnerable. I don't want to feel the feelings of missing people. I don't want to miss my husband when he's gone because I don't want to be sad. Who has time for that? I've got kids. I've got dogs. I've got work. I've got hobbies. I've got houses to clean, dinners to cook, butts to wash. I don't have time to be sad and miss people. Um, but I realized the last time my husband was gone, that wasn't fair to him for me to put those walls up because it, it caused us to have that intimacy disconnect. Um, we felt disconnected from one another and it really affected our ability to be intimate and to be, you know, one of the things about intimacy is you have to feel safe. It's a feeling of belonging and a feeling of safety. Um, you can't have that intimacy if you don't feel safe with that person. And a lot of times that's where our vulnerability comes in. We don't want to be vulnerable because we don't want to take the chance of getting hurt. Even with those that we love the most to protect ourselves, our consciousness, ooh, throw those walls up so you don't get hurt. You don't even realize you're doing it until you've done it. Um, and a lot of times you don't realize you do it, period. So um for my friends my conversation starter friends if you guys want to chime in now and if any of you guys do this too i know i can't be the only person that throws those walls up um but what's been your experience with this kind of stuff definitely like you said when we go to move um i kind of throw the walls up with the people that i've, I've met that i'm friends with at that current place and i know i have to leave them and i know that my relationship with them is going to change and that's hard for me. So it's really hard for me to even, you know, acknowledge that we're saying goodbye. Um, and then the same thing, like you said, when the spouse is going to deploy, it's that throwing up of the walls and, you know, that whole cycle that you go through before deployment or, or whatever, um, where you just kind of start shutting down so that you're not really acknowledging what's going to happen. Mm -hmm. And I do that. And this is one of the things I did, you know, thankfully my husband's retired, so I don't have to do this anymore. I hope unless he gets the itch to move again. But I know one of the things that I had found myself starting to do, and I'm sure other military spouses can kind of relate, is, you know, the more I moved and the more I had to say see you later to those really close people that I, I now consider my sisters, I, I had gotten to a point where I was like, well, I'm only going to be here for a couple of years, so I'm not getting close to anybody. You know, I'm not I'm not adding anybody to my Facebook. We're not going to birthday parties. We're not getting close like that because I know I'm going to have to leave or they're going to leave. Somebody's going somewhere. Um, and I had to stop doing that because I realized that I was missing out on so many great relationships that I could be developing, you know, getting to know so many wonderful people. And vulnerability is about having the ability to show up and be seen. You know, you have to open yourself up and be be real and be yourself and sometimes that's hard for us because we worry about what other people are going to think and are we going to be accepted you know because we come from all walks of life you know there's a big melting pot within the military spouse community and we're all so different in you know our different beliefs you know right down to something as simple as what we like to eat everything is so different because we have that melting pot and a lot of times I think we worry about being judged and that keeps our walls up too. Um, and it's hard for us to be able to be vulnerable and to open up with people. Um, but especially with my husband, you know, we've been, we've been together for 25 years this year and you guys are supposed to look shocked. You're supposed to say, Oh my God, you don't look that old. What are you, what are y'all doing? Y'all are behind. Y'all need to pay attention. Get married when you were 10. That, see, that's, that's what I'm saying. I love it. I love it. <laughs> Um, but no, for real, you know, we've been together for 25 years and I still have problems with vulner vulnerability with him. Um, some of the things that bother me and I think they're really dumb, but they really get under my skin. I'm like, I don't want to tell him that because I don't want him to think I'm dumb. Mm -hmm. I don't want him to think, you know, I'm being stupid about this or I don't want him to look at me and think, what is wrong with you? You know, so even simple things like that with my husband, I still struggle with that. And I think it's worse because of 
the military dynamic because he is gone so much. And you know, you guys know as well as I do, you change when they're when they're gone. They change, you change, they come home. Sometimes my husband comes home and he's eating stuff he's never eaten before. And I'm like, what who are you? What what who are you? Who just walked in my door smelling like JP5? Who is this? Or they start listening to music they've never listened to before. I'm like, yes. Where were you going? <laughs> exactly. So yeah, it, it feels it, the same way. See, so you don't like, that. Well, I think that my biggest problem is like trying to be tough, but I'm not tough around my husband. Like he's probably the only person besides my son who really, you know, sees me kind of have big reactions to things I guess and it's like but sometimes I do feel like you said like does he think I'm stupid <laughs> what did I just say you know <laughs> or sometimes I just I don't know like when he leaves I don't really I, I don't know it's the weirdest thing it's almost like I put it in a compartment mm-hmm. you know I put it in a compartment and I'm just kind of like okay this is normal nothing happened Mm -hmm. and I just kind of move on and you know kind of go on about our daily lives we don't talk about it much you know when my son was really little I just kind of told him you know daddy had to work you know he he'll be back you know he he's serving the country you know we're really proud of daddy and stuff like that but as my son got older he's old enough to understand so we kind of just be like you know we talk to him when we talk to him and it's kind of normal for him to be gone mm-hmm. and then when he's back there's that adjustment period where it's just kind of like because you know it's just kind of different when your husband's not around you yeah. know you're kind of just like vibing on your own it's almost like you're a single parent yep and you just make all the decisions you do everything you want you go to sleep wake up do everything that you want <laughs> don't to have do to it. shave your legs if you, yeah. <laughs> if you don't want to <laughs> Don't gotta worry about coloring your hair. I don't care if people see my gray when he's gone. I don't care. He knows. Oh, I do. Gray. I do. I care. I care. <laughs> it's not gray. It's wisdom. That's wisdom, girl. What you said. So I care. One of the things you know, talking about being a solo parent and making those decisions. Another thing I forget about with that whole communication piece is I forget he doesn't see what's going on here, mm-hmm. and. Mm-hmm. I'll be at one of our kids plays or something. And then I'll be talking to him. I'll be like, Hey, you know, Stephanie did really good in the play tonight. You know, she was awesome. And he's like, what play are you talking about? I don't even know what you're talking about. What are you talking about? I didn't know there was a play. Well, then that makes him feel left out. Like he's Mm -hmm. completely removed from the equation. Mm -hmm. And I don't do it on purpose. Like sometimes I'll be so flustered. You know, I'll just be aggravated at the world. Everything's getting on my nerves because you know how it is when they leave. The car, the tires gonna, yep. wash machine's gonna die, refrigerator's gonna leave, dogs <laughs> gonna get sick, kids gonna puke. I mean, it's gonna happen. Everything. Or, or you close um, the garage on the car. Yeah. Okay, that too. Obviously, <laughs> that's been done. Uh, so you know, but but that kind of stuff happens and it gets us flustered. And one of the things I know that I have trouble with is I'll be snappy with him. And he's like, what the hell is wrong with you? Why, why are you acting a fool with me? I'm like, because this has been going on and this has happened and that's happened and this has happened. He's like, how was I supposed to know that? Mm-hmm. How was I supposed to know this is what's going on? Now we we're irritated with each other over something that I didn't even know was happening because you didn't tell me. And I think that's a lot of the communication issues I know for us Mm -hmm. because I don't speak enough. I think a lot. I think a whole lot, but I don't let it come out of my mouth. It's like, "Mm," you know, or I talk to myself and he doesn't necessarily hear it. Um, But I I do. I talk too much. I think that's why I just be talking and talking and talking. I'm like, am I the only person talking here? And then I get self-conscious and I'm quiet for a while. But then once the floodgates open, I'm talking, talking, talking. <laughs> My husband is just like, but that's a good when thing. is she going to breathe? <laughs> you know, that's a good thing because you're getting that out there. You're letting those walls down. You're letting that vulnerability out. And you're able to talk about things that bother you, which is great because some of us clam up. And 
I can talk to anybody. Like I have never thought I had problems communicating because I can talk to a stump. But you know what? <laughs> I don't care what that stump thinks about me. At the end of the day, I'm not going to bed with that stump. So it don't matter <laughs> if it looked at me thinking I was stupid all day long. You know, for real, I'm not cuddled up playing footsie watching watching House of Cards or whatever it is that's on TV with that stump. So I can tell that tree stump, I can tell Groot whatever I want to tell Groot because he don't care neither do I but I have problems with that with my husband because I do care when I'm cuddled up playing footsie with him what he thinks about me at the end of the day mm -hmm. um and that's why you know I can communicate with other people because you know like I said at the end of the day I don't I mean I care what other people think but I'm not having to look at them when I wake up in the morning with my funky breath and my crazy hair you know right and I think it is just communication is just a big issue for a lot of people and i'm just one of them that i struggle with communicating with my spouse and i totally blame it on the military life i really do as much as i love the military life and as much as i enjoyed our time in it i, I think that the constant separation and the back together and the gone again and the back together i think it really did affect my ability to communicate because to me being vulnerable equaled weakness yeah that was me being weak and we are brought up from from military littles when we first come in and we're babies we are brought up in this in this lifestyle to, to never appear weak mm -hmm. you know never never tell your your service member what's going on at home don't tell them that the house blew up and the dog died and the cat got ran over you act like everything is just peaches and rainbows mm -hmm. and that affects your ability to communicate i swear it does mm -hmm. yeah i don't do that no i like i i think it's such an individual thing yeah. because i know some service members they can handle anything you tell them you could tell them the house you know is flooded and and the car doesn't work and it they just okay thank you for telling me and other service members are just like uh, don't tell me that until I get home like don't mm -hmm. tell me and it, you have to know your spouse and you have to know what they can handle and you have mm -hmm. to know you know and if your spouse can't handle it you have to find an outlet mm -hmm. <laughs> for that you can't just keep it in but if your spouse can handle it then share away because you know your spouse and what works between you two well you know it took me years to figure out that my husband would rather know when everything is wrong because yeah. one, it doesn't slap him in the face when he walks in the door off a nine month deployment. Right. And two, he's better equipped to help me emotionally deal with things when he knows what's going on at the house. Then he understands, okay, this is why she's a little snappy with me today. This is why she's kind of short with me. This is why she's being bitchy this morning. You know, it's because she's got X, Y, and Z going on and I get it but he can't fix what he doesn't know about he can't be there for me emotionally if he doesn't know that my walls are caving in around me and sometimes I don't I don't need him to do anything I just need to hear it's okay mm -hmm. just do this <laughs> or it's okay I call this person it's okay like I just need that like reassurance mm -hmm. that I'm not blowing it up like sometimes I even ask him even when he's home it's like am I being crazy about this or is this something <laughs> that's a problem? Because I value his opinion and I value his point of view. And, you know, it might just be a quick text, like for us, like on a drill weekend, like this just happened. Is that a big deal? Oh no, I can handle it when I get back or, oh no, that's not a big deal. And it's just, okay. Like it takes away that extra anxiety that I have when, he, when he's gone. So. But as easy, Julie, as that is, for you to do that it was equally as hard it was equally hard for me and like you said it's an individual thing it depends on your individual relationship with your spouse um and totally, again totally. you know yeah. and i mean that's just that's just my personality and how we work oh together. exactly oh no 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 and, absolutely and and know, everybody just, has yeah. everybody has different ones you know, there's, there's different people like you have a very open, it sounds like open and very, you know, great communication relationship with your spouse. Cause you're comfortable doing that. You know what he can handle. 
you know he would rather know what's going on as opposed to getting it slapped in the face when he gets home. And my husband's the same way. I just didn't know that Mm -hmm. a long time to realize it. And after speaking with Courtney the other day, like I said, I don't know if you guys had a chance to watch the interview or not, but it was very eye-opening for me personally. I know Sybil and I talked afterwards and I was like, (laughs) oh my God, I'm the problem here. You had, pull those weeds. you had some weeds you needed to pull I had weeds <laughs> I needed to pull and it was very humbling to realize that I'm the issue I'm the one with the walls up I'm the one that doesn't know how to communicate with him because he he'll talk you to death he's not got any problems communicating a little bit too direct some days I think but uh he calls it motivationally speaking not what I call it, but okay. <laughs> I feel like that's me too. Like I could be super direct sometimes and I don't even realize it. I'm just like saying whatever is in my mind, I guess. And it comes off real kind of smug sometimes and nasty sometimes, I think. <laughs> I think. And then it's, it's kind of like, I don't know. I, I'm just talking, you know, I'm just saying. Yeah. I'm and like, then it's like. Just a little bit, Nishita, just a little bit just a lot just a little. <laughs> but you know it so that's a good thing you can embrace that about yourself and I don't always it. know it though when I'm doing it you I know what I mean it. like when I'm doing it I don't know it mm-hmm. <laughs> but are you open just, are you open to adjusting that tone when you're when oh yeah yeah if he's like what's your problem you know it's <laughs> oh you know, or if I do something that's out of pocket, you know, I don't mind. I, I really don't mind when people come to me with their issues about me. Anybody, you know, on a personal level, even if people, you know, I just work with them. We're not very close or have even an intimacy in our friendship. I don't mind because I can't see myself. I can't, I'm not, I'm perceiving myself from inside my body. So I can't know how, how the person I'm interacting with is seeing me or how I'm treating them. So uh, tell me, so I can treat you the way you want to be treated. Cause I'm just going to treat you the way I want to be treated, which is, I don't really care. Like people, <laughs> people get smart, people get sassy, people, you know, they're smug or their attitudes think that's them. I just feel like, well, I don't know what's going on with them. You know, so I going about my business, but really when I'm, interacting with people I know other people that's not the case you can really affect somebody with mm-hmm. your words or the way you say it or your tone mm-hmm. you know yeah body language too I think yeah so I was so I'm gonna tell you is when we first got married um because a lot of our communication issues um started back early on when we were first married so when I first married my husband, um, we were married. He left like immediately. Like we went on our honeymoon and two days later we were separated. And um, then we were, I moved to Athens because he was in Athens, Georgia. Um, we were there for seven months and then we moved to Kings Bay, um, Georgia. And maybe a week later he left to go to sub-school so all I knew was being with him, the longest we had lived together was seven months. So when we um, moved to Kings Bay and he came back, his rotation was like three months in, four months out, three months in, four months out. And I did not know how to communicate with him because dating him, mm-hmm. communication when we were dating was different than being married and yep. living with him. Right. So um, we kind of just everything was in passing in the wind. I thought we had great communication skills because I don't have to talk to you for three months. Right. (laughs) Right. Because because then you're gone again. Well, when we moved to D.C., we were there for five years and he was on shore duty (laughs) every night. And oh my, where's that submarine when you need it? <laughs> and, <laughs> you know, I was like, what the heck is this? What is going on? And I didn't know how to communicate with him. I didn't know how to tell him what I needed. 
And what I needed, it's gonna sound crazy, um, is that I needed him, I felt that I needed him to leave me alone and not care. Because from day one, everything was on me, right? Now he's home and he's trying to help me. And I was like, dude, I don't need you to help me. Like, stop this. Um, and that was, that was rough. I will tell you those first few years was really, really rough. Um, because I didn't know how to, I didn't know how to communicate. And yeah. now 18 years, almost 19 years later, um, you know, he still tells me, I don't know how to communicate. Uh, <laughs> oh, so I'm not alone, <laughs> but, but it is more of, I hold a lot in, I try to take on the mm -hmm. world myself. And he's like, I am here. I need you to open up to me. I need you to tell me what it is that you need so you can be happy. And, you know, so, and I'm like, I am happy, but I'll just, I take on a lot of weight on my shoulders. And he's like, just communicate that with me. Mm -hmm. So when I told him we were talking about intimacy and communication tonight, he's like, oh yeah, that communication piece is good. And of course his mind for intimacy <laughs> went to that S word. He's like, you didn't talk about that too. Uh, but <laughs> You need to get that together as well. But, but yeah, a lot of it is for me, I, you know, I, I tend to shut it down because it's mm -hmm. easier to shut it down and, you know, we're getting ready to PCS and he's going to be out to see, and he already knows we've talked about it in a joking, joking way. And he's like, do not shut down on me, be you know, right before I leave, do not mm -hmm. But it is for protection. It is a mindset. I get my mind going that, hey, I have to take care of the home front. It is going to all be on me. But that's kind of how I operate anyway. Like, although he's the cook of the house. I, I, we're going to have to figure that out. That's like totally random, but he's the cook in the house. So I don't know what I'm going to do. That. You have to get the, the uh, memberships like HelloFresh or something, have it, have it delivered. Oh, that cook still it. involves cooking. I still have to put it in the stove. Salads, girl. Salads. You cannot go wrong with salads. That's what I did. The last deployment was HelloFresh because my kids didn't want to eat what I ate. So I just ordered, you know, enough portion for me. But anyway, that's not about, <laughs> that's not about Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but that's, you know, that's really interesting when you, about the intimacy and, and connecting it with communication, because that really is true. Um, you know, because uh, we've been doing this, uh, we're going on 25 years now of, you know, deployments and home and deployments and home. And, um, I think it is you important. Got married at ten. Yeah, ten <laughs> years old. Oh. How'd you know? Ten years old. We all got married at ten. Yeah, we had to get special permission, but it all worked out. It's good. <laughs> you know, and again, I'm putting myself out there. God, I hope my husband doesn't ever watch this. But you know, when we're not connected, <laughs> when we are not communicating, and we're not, we don't have that intimate connection, that intimate communication we don't connect right in the bedroom. It's just like things feel off for me. And I'm like, what the hell? We've been doing this forever. What is going on? You know, it's not like you forget. It's like riding a bike. You don't forget how to do it. But really, it's like we did. It's like, what? what is going on? We are so off. Shut up, Sybil. You know exactly what I'm talking about. But I mean, it's like, it is seriously like we are not connecting on an emotional level and I mean, you, you know, you got sometimes you just, you just need to do what you need hey, to do. This. Get it done. Get, like, let's get the business done. We got, we got kids. We got to feed. We got this going on. And they, the Amazon guys coming. <laughs> we need to, to do this now. We got like a minute and a half. Lord knows Jesus. However long it needs to be. It's quick. Five minutes. Five minutes. We got five minutes. But you know what I'm talking about? You know, you've got, she does look at me like I'm crazy. But you, you, no, no, I feel like five minutes is good, girl. I got back problems, problems. I'll be like, yo, you know, in Harlem Nights, if any of y'all ever seen that movie, and yes. um, 
Richard Pryor says to the chick, like, I'm gonna give you five minutes of heart, you know what? That's all I got. That's how I be feeling sometimes. I'll be feeling like, look, my hip was out of place the other day. I had a, I had a back spasm going on in the middle of the of the joint. Look. Now nah, I need to go to the gym. That's uh-huh. what like uh-huh. I need to get this body back in shape. <laughs> no, why did you say why did you say the hip? Okay, like we're going to like totally be the hip, girl. After 40, it's the hip. The hip. It, girl. I, yes, the hips. Look, you be like, be like, yeah, no, 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 we can't do that. Nope. Gotta no. gotta get some yoga. Do some yoga. I should be doing it anyways. I don't even care. Do not just be in shambles afterward, like. <laughs> but I just take a nap. It doesn't even matter. I'm like, I'm just gonna you ain't got no sense. Oh my gosh. <laughs> well, it, it is though. It is for us, you know. Well, I'm, I'm sure for many people, it you have to have that for certain situations. You need that connection. And like I said, if we're off, we're just. Yeah. It is. It's all off. I, so for and for us, it's we we both think and communicate differently, but we have the same end in mind. Um, so I, especially with deployment, I think ahead of time you kind of have to say uh, whether it's deployment or if they're going to be just stationed overseas for a year or whatever. You, you say, okay, what do you want me to communicate to you? Do you want to know when the faucet breaks or the car mm-hmm. breaks or? you know, do you want me to just take care of it? Like, it's important to actually have that silly conversation ahead of time. Do you, do you need, do you want me to have you live on video when our kid is up there doing their recital or something like that? Um, you know, and, and then with some spouses, I think too, it makes them sad when your kids are doing, you having all these experiences and they're not a part of it and they're seeing it happen either on social media or they come back and they see all those pictures from social media and it makes them sad. So um, it is important to like verbally talk it through, you know, of the expectations and what, what would help. And it is good to do that before they leave instead mm-hmm. of in the middle or yes. when you're like, well, we should have done this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And even, and even before you get into that cycle of, you know, um, the, you know, do it a couple of months ahead of time, not, not right a week before, you know, you need that couple of months before oh. the workups. Absolutely. Cause you know, I don't, again, everybody's style's different, but I don't know about you guys right before deployment, we'd be fighting like cats and dogs. <laughs> I'm so ready for him to leave. And it's the buildup. It's the cycles it of is. deployment. Yeah. You guys know exactly what I'm talking about. You've got those seven cycles and that last one, mm-hmm. you think your world's in and you're like, Oh my God, why can't we get along? What is going on? But it's your nerves and it's that putting up those walls yeah. that we talked about. You start throwing them up before they even leave. Mm-hmm. And it, it's just, it's a horrible cycle. It really is. And I think everybody goes through it, but it just goes to show that, you know, that, that whole intimacy and communication connection. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, a, it's impacted even before they leave. It is. And when you don't talk about it, that is when the walls make it harder. You, d- you definitely, you have to push through and make, have the uncomfortable conversation. Cause like expectations. I mean, if you have the wrong expectations, that's, that's where you can run into trouble too. Cause it's like with me and my husband, it's hard cause he gets very focused on the job. Mm-hmm. And he also knows that like, I don't, necessarily need him to call me every single day mm-hmm. but after three or four days it's like okay okay. <laughs> okay and so sometimes he just doesn't realize that it's that's what I need and so and I don't always realize yeah what his point like I don't always see his point yeah. the, the longer that we do this the more I'm like okay mm-hmm. he is away for drill for mm-hmm. four days or whatever it is he's going to be doing that if he can call he can call if he can't he can't but back during our first deployment, I mean, I was like, what? it's like, we're setting up the following me. Yeah. <laughs> and, and if you don't verbalize that, that's when it goes downhill really quickly, because if you're putting up that wall and you're stonewalling it, basically it makes you look one way we're really, um, you know, you're, you're be you're, you need something, but what those, the facade that you're showing is that you don't need anything. Um, so that, I think that is super important to communicate verbally. 
um, openly. Mm -hmm. And it's hard. It is very hard to know what you need to do before they leave, what you need to talk about, all the different topics, because so much is going to come up that you're not even expecting. Yep. And yeah, I don't even try because um, I can't think that far. I can't. It's too much for me. It's a lot. You know, I just like to take things as they come. Not a lot happens on my husband's side. Like some things happen. The majority of things happen when he's at home. Oh, girl. How did you, you, how did you do it that way? <laughs> right? How did you get it like that? You need to share with the rest of us. I mean, I don't know what it is, really. But it it's just the majority of things happen when he's here. Like, not when he's gone. So, and a lot of times, I, you know, I would be like, why isn't he calling me? But then it's really like, what are we going to talk about? You know, like every single day. Right. Because he's had, like, I was on the, in the Navy. You're living the same day every day. Mm -hmm. It's not much going on besides work and watch and eating and sleeping mm -hmm. and the gym. And it's just kind of like, then when they get to port, they want to decompress. Mm -hmm. So it's like, I don't know. I, I guess I see it from his point of view, but I, for me, the buildup is like happening inside myself. I feel like it's quite normal in the house until the day that he leaves. And then it's just kind of like the night before it's this big, like oh, packing, you know, what last minute things. Did you get this? Did you get that? Did you get your underwear? Did you get the order? Did you get, the, you know, all this little yeah. stuff. And it's just so much going on. I don't even think that he's leaving but then when he leaves I'm like okay bye and then I go in the car I have this really ugly cry it's really ugly yeah and I and it's really bad it's like and then and then I kind of go home and like and move <laughs> keep on rolling Act like nothing happened it's weird <laughs> you know you know unless my son's in the car then I try to like I try to hold it in but my son's like you it's okay I know you love that just let it let it out, my go ahead. Be your ugly cry. Yeah. <laughs> you know. I think Gwen joined us. Gwen's like, I I have something to say. Yeah. <laughs> Baby, look. For me, These dogs let us know what they need. <laughs> uh, it was always the day after. So like when we were in Japan and they would leave, it was always the day after that it hit for me. Um I, I think it was kind of because like he wasn't home, right? Like it was official that he wasn't home and you knew that the ship was gone. Like I had to know the ship was gone because until the ship left yeah. the dock, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. he was still there, right? Yeah, and, and the base is emptier and all that, yeah. Mm -hmm. I yeah, and people go watch that ship leave. Mm -hmm. I had to watch I'm it like, again. no, I don't want to see it. I have no videos of no ship leaving. That's just I, had to it. I never I never watched the ship leave. I remember um and I think Nishita, yeah, you were there too. They were supposed to they were leaving and then they didn't like this went on. Yeah. And, and that drags it out. That drags and, out the emotion. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and my mother-in-law was there visiting and she was an emotional roller coaster, and I'm like drink drinking my cherry coke and <laughs> my peanuts, and I'm just like, you do that too. Yeah. <laughs> I I enjoy my cherry cokes and my, and my um shelled peanuts. Yes. Girl. Yes, ma'am. Mm -hmm. And she's good to have those little those little traditions. <laughs> yep. Those 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 was my thing, and she's like, you're not sad. Like, no. She's like, how do you do this? I said, until the ship is gone, he's not gone. And I think maybe by the third time, she's like, okay, yeah, I'm not going to keep doing this. And I was like, yeah. I was like, you just said, all right, see you later. I think my Wi-Fi is acting crazy. Um, Sorry. Sorry. Um, I was like, that's what I learned. Like, yeah. like the first deployment, we waited until we saw their buses like actually leave. Mm -hmm. And after that, I was like, I'm just going to drop you off and then I'm going to go home and then we'll yeah. have our day one. I don't care 
if you're still in the country for <laughs> 24 more hours like you've already left in my head like mm-hmm. yeah. yep what about when they get back like when when my husband gets back so we had this long-standing tradition because we were both in the military in the navy at the same time and one of you know at any time, our, one of our ships will be out, like he'd be out or we'd both be out or I'd be out and he'd be at home. So we had this thing where we come, you come pick me up. We about to handle some business. I ain't standing at the pier. I'm pulling up to the curb. You coming yeah. out to the curb. We throwing the stuff in the car. We going to the house. We got some stuff <laughs> to take care of. It's been a while. It's been a minute. You got it, girl. So, yeah. so, Efficiency. Uh, I, there you go efficiency and plus you know like you know before when my well after you have kids they're at school most of the time I never took my kid out I'm like nah you can see you when he gets home I'm I'm look pull up to the curb pick you up (laughs) and uh I think that that's weird because uh one time it was an issue about it like why weren't you out here watching the ship? I was like, I've seen a million ships come into the port. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't need to see the ship come into the port. I'll, I'll watch it come in. I don't like to watch it go out. I'll just draw, I'll drop you off at the curb and I you can leave. I don't want to be out there. You yeah. stuck. People want to talk to you. Time. They want to say hi. Look, I've seen you the whole six months. I'm sorry. I saw you the whole six months. So I'm going to need to take my husband. I don't make signs because it would be a, a dirty sign. It'd probably be a dirty sign like <laughs> drop your you anchor know. here. That's <laughs> <laughs> a good one. Why did I think of that? I did have that sign. It's <laughs> <This is> awesome. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I sure I did. I'm just like, and we still do that to this day when people are like, you didn't come watch the ship. You didn't. I was like, I didn't know. I mean, at first I was thinking, well, yeah, maybe I will come. But then the closer the time that I was like, no, because they're going to trap me there. And he already takes a minute to get off the ship. And they're going to want to talk and they want to have cake and they want to eat over here. No. And then I have to be rude and be like, no, I'm going home. And then they'll be like, she is such a B word. We didn't know she was like this. (laughs) <laughs> she's awful and then I'm like yeah I tried to tell you <laughs> embrace it girl embrace it. embrace it <laughs> nobody's got time for cake oh my put God. that cake away <laughs> oh well look look y'all look uh we we gonna we gonna go ahead and uh stay away <laughs> into, into this because I'm gonna I'm gonna go get you're going to go get your anchor dropped. <laughs> <laughs> it would be the army equivalent of that. Your bag. Drop your bag here. Put uh, your bags here. Put your, I don't know. We'll come up with something for you. Boot, you something with boots bit. or I'm a cannon. Director. We'll figure you it out. You don't something. have any anchors. You <laughs> the anchors. But you do. But army has the sword. Right? Is it y'all's? Thing the sword. Hey, he can unpack his bag. <laughs> Come on home and unpack that bag. Sorry, Sybil. I don't know. It, I didn't hear you. The sword. I, I said that. Drop oh. your sword. Put uh. your sword. Oh. You hey, how about we ask bag. our listeners? Let's yeah. ask our, our listeners to all you guys out Look, there. Send unpack us, the bag. Send us yeah. send Julie an idea for her welcome home sign. She's got an <laughs> army guy. So we've got drop your anchor here for Navy. We need something for army. We need something really. I feel cool. like there's something, but I can't. I, like my mind is just. We could yeah. get one for each Marines. Yeah. Yes. yes Air need, Force. Yes, we need one for Coast each. Coast Guard. Yeah, for each Space Force. Force. The Space Force. Space Force. Ooh, Space Force. Unpack your jetpack. <laughs> Ooh, I like that one. You gotta come launch that rocket. Yes. Launch that rocket. Launch that rocket. Love it. I've got one. I'll have to send it to you later on the DL because I don't think Facebook will let me put this out there. (laughs) It will be censored. Is that what you're telling us, Vega? That's gonna be in the after dark conversations. Yeah, so Tell us about the after dark conversations. 
So, you guys, starting May 1st. Um, March. March first, you typed May on that on that. Bro, uh, you know. I know. Okay, March first is around the corner. March first, we are going to start after dark conversations. It's it's uh, conversations after dark. It's what's going to be called, and it's going to be conversations that are even more real and more raw than the ones that we're having now. Um, it will not be streamed live. We will send you guys more information on it when we get everything put together. But basically, it will be behind a wall. You'll have to log into a specific Zoom link to be able to get in on these conversations with us because it is for real some stuff that we just can't say because uh, we're very open individuals and we have to monitor ourselves sometimes, especially this mouth because this is a southern hot mess. Um, so we're going to be doing these after dark conversations and there's going to be some down and dirty stuff discussed i have um a couple of people already lined up to come on and do some talks with us so um i will tell you i'll give you a sneak peek that one of our conversation guests will be talking about the world of bdsm so these are definitely not conversations that you want to miss um and we'll be putting more information out there on those but yep watch out because they're going to start march 1st yes 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 um well the, they're going to start in march we're going to release everything yes march 1st. in march yeah um we also have a couple of other announcements yes um april is month of the military child so what we will be doing for the entire month of april is featuring some of our great mill kids send us your kids pictures and it doesn't matter if they're five or if you are a mom of a service member and you want to send their pictures it doesn't matter send us your military kids um and you can put their name on it you can say a little blurb about it whatever you want to do send it to us and we are going to feature it on our page the group and the website correct sybil correct okay so we're going to start rolling those out April 1st. Let's really celebrate our kids. So many times we forget the sacrifices that they make alongside of us. So let's get out there and thank them for everything that they do in the name of freedom. And just send them to us. You can send them to talk to us at millspouseconversations.com. It's also posted and on the Facebook group. Teens, teens are included too, right? Sunday. Absolutely. Five to 500. I don't care how old they are. Send them. I'm sending my 20 year old in. Shh, he doesn't know, <laughs> but I'm sending it anyway. Cause well, I gave wait a minute. You said five it, from. A oh, I'm sorry. Zero. Yes. From it's zero. not a Lego set. Zero. Yeah. Zero to 500. If you have a baby bump and it's a military baby, send us a picture of your baby bump. Mm -hmm. Um, but yes, yeah, send those to mill or um, talk to us at millspouseconversations.com. Mm -hmm. And another thing, Sybil, that we have started doing is for the month of February, we were doing love stories. Mm -hmm. um, we were only going to run it because of Valentine's Day, but we've decided we're going to do that year round. So send us your military love stories. How did you meet your service member? Service members, how did you meet your spouse? send it to us with pictures of you guys and we will post it on the website and the facebook group and the page yep. we'll send them out there um and like i said we're taking them year round same email address talk to us at millspouseconversations.com yeah i think that's all our announcements oh one more one more thing one more i'm super excited about this one showcase saturdays will be starting in march Showcase Saturdays are going to be 15-minute segments that mill spouse entrepreneurs can sign up for. The We'll send you the information. If you send us an email, we'll send you the, all the information you need. But basically, it's a 15-minute infomercial. You get on there. You sell your business. You talk about yourself, what you do, your services you provide, whatever it is. You've got a 15-minute spot to sell whatever it is. I don't care if it's Adam and Eve stuff. If that's what your business is, we're supporting our military spouse entrepreneurs. Um, we will be posting that. We'll be posting your live segment. We, we will not be doing a live segment like what we have now, but we will be posting it on the website. It's going to be on Saturdays from 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time that we will be posting. We may, have to, that we may have to extend that a little bit. We may have to swing that. Okay. We may change the times, but we'll let you guys know when it is before we start posting them. 
Um, but you'll have 15 minutes, 15 minute segment. You can take two minutes or up to 15 minutes to say whatever you need to do, showcase your stuff, um, get on there and show us how to do a facial with your products, you know, whatever it may be. Um, hit us up for that. Showcase Saturdays are going to be a really great thing. We really want to highlight our mill spouse entrepreneurs and help support you guys, um, especially in the time of COVID because it's crazy right now. Um, it has been for a year and we don't see an end in sight. So definitely um, keep your eyes open for more information on Showcase Saturdays. And as always, if you have any questions, suggestions for topics that you want to talk about, anything like that, Email us whatever it is you want to tell us at talk to us at millspouseconversations.com. Sybil, back to you. Um, I think you said everything, girlfriend. <laughs> you did. I think you did. I think you did. Awesome. Make sure that you um go over to millspouseconversations.com and click on the about us. You will see all of the conversation starters um bios. Go check out those bios click on their links because every one of the conversation starters, they have their own thing as well. They, they come over here and they um, join me here and, and chat with us, but they have some amazing talents, their own, and they have their own platform. So make sure that you go over there and check their work out on their own, on their individual platforms and support them there because Without the conversation starters, there would not be a spouse conversation, okay? So go check them out. Thank you for watching. Thank you for tuning in. We're here every first and third Thursday of the month, streaming live, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Tell your friends, share this video and um, tell your friends about the page and the group and come on over and get in on the combo. Bye guys. <laughs> Bye. Bye.